Hey everybody, welcome to The Soulful Eclectic. I am your host, Diana Collins, and I want to welcome you back to The Soulful Eclectic, to The Soul Tribe. If this is the first time you're visiting me, thank you so much for spending your time with me. I totally appreciate you and the time that you're spending with me. And if this is your time coming back, welcome back, welcome back, and welcome back. Thank you, thank you, thank you for taking that time to come back and see and, and listen to me and and be a part of the tribe. Um, I hope those of you who have uh, returned or this is your first time coming, if you like what you hear and you want to hear more of it, please subscribe to the um, podcast. I would thoroughly appreciate you for that. And also rate and, and I love the feedback that I've been getting back from episodes so please continue continue send me feedback uh, you can definitely reach me via email or Facebook or Instagram I'm definitely on all three of those and I'm you can find the podcast on all um, platforms podcast listening um, platforms aside from Sirius Radio haven't made it there yet but it's okay I'm getting there but today this episode I want to talk about responsibility and taking ownership for who we are and who we present out to um, the community and and what they perceive, right? Because um, all of that, in, we, we take on all that. And um, I wanted to talk about that because I've been seeing a lot of that responsibility and accountability that hasn't been taken on by individuals. Uh, no one in particular, uh, just... Uh, I was being a conscious and being mindful of noticing my atmosphere and the people around me and what actually is taking place. And I noticed that um, taking responsibility and accountability for the things you do is really hard for some people. But I find that that's the first step to being your authentic self is starting to be accountable for you and your actions and the things you've done. So easy it is for us to blame someone else for our mishaps in life, for um, the things we didn't get or we should have gotten or, you know, bad things that happened to us in our life. We always want to blame karma, right? Um, but sometimes it has nothing to do with karma. Sometimes it really does have to do with us taking onus on the way we behave and our parts in that uh, relationship or situation that um, we don't want to take accountability for. And I actually began this journey early on, early on, but it came back up um, recently when having conversations with friends and things like that and um, how we're, we're trying really hard to present our authentic selves with every encounter that we have. Now, granted, some places our authentic selves just doesn't fit, but we still maintain that integrity of ourselves um, and being our true selves in those arenas. So um, definitely taking accountability of yourself was the beginning of that journey. And um, as I told you guys many episodes ago, um, when I started this journey, it was just me looking in the mirror and um, taking accountability for the things I allowed to happen in my life. Um, not even not not just in relationships, but in work arenas, in friend arenas. Take you know, just take um, a tally of where the blame lies on me for allowing it to happen. Because we only 
get what we tolerate, right? So if we tolerate bullshit, you're going to get bullshit. And that's just plain me speaking. I mean, I, I mean, you just tolerate it, you tolerate it. And that's what you're going to continue to get. And what happened was I took that long look at myself in the mirror and, and I said, you allowed this. You gave permission to someone to treat you bad. You gave somebody the okay to, you know, stomp all over your heart, your dreams and things like that. But it's funny how we can, we can pick and choose what we allow people to do, right? And I'm just going to use me as a reference uh, because, uh, I mean, I, I did the work to get to this point. So, and still, I am still doing the work, um, to maintain, but along this journey, right? So you're sitting there, you're sitting with yourself and you're having this conversation with yourself and you're actually sitting there like self, why am I here? How did I get here? Right. And with that, you look at yourself and it's like, well, you allow that person to, um, treat you the way you, they treat you. You allow that person to just demean you. You allow that person to come in and out of your life as they so choose whenever um, they needed something in particular from, from you. So these are things you allowed. You allowed your job to um, call you in and you get up and go in and work these odd shifts. So um, these are things that you have allowed to happen. You at any given time could have said, no, I don't want to do this. No, it doesn't suit me. No, no, no. But you allowed it. But when it came to my education, when it came to um, my life that I wanted to have for myself and my children, it's amazing how I didn't let someone else's um, beliefs in me or non-beliefs non in me uh, stop me. So, you know, um, as much as I have insecurities about myself and the things that I do, um, I still was able to go to school, attain um, a degree in nursing, and then continue on to get my bachelor's, two masters, and now working on my doctorate because I chose that this is what I wanted to do. And so with that, it made me think, wow, did I really want to be in those situations that I continue to allow that behavior because I didn't want to be alone? I wanted someone to love me and care for me, so I allowed them to treat me that way. So in the end, that was my choice. I can't blame them for the way they treat me because I allowed them to treat me that way. And I was able to then sit and have this like aha moment with myself and it's like, wow, you know, I, I didn't deserve that, but at the time I felt I deserved it because that person was giving me the attention that I thought I wanted and needed. When in fact, what I needed was to have faith and trust in myself and what I believe and what I wanted for me and my children um, moving forward. So getting that in my head and starting on that journey was like this awakening within me. And I think that's when I really started to become and think about me and my authentic self and, and, and just starting to live that. So it's a journey. It still is a journey. And 
it was just me taking that responsibility for my role in that other person's behavior. Now, it doesn't negate that they were not wrong for treating me that way because, yes, in, in, in retrospect, they were wrong. Um, but again, you get what you tolerate, right? So I was tolerating the crap. So therefore, I kept getting crap. So that was my accountability for my responsibility um, that I played in, 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 that rela- in those relationships. Um, and then I took it a step further and started looking at my relationship with my children. Because being in those negative spaces with those people in those relationships, it did tarnish a little bit of the relationship with my daughters. They don't have a great relationship, which to this, to this day really hurts my heart. Um, but it was due to those individuals that placed that disdain in their hearts for each other. Um, and now they are working to try to rebuild it, but it's hard when one person takes responsibility and the other person doesn't want to take responsibility. Both people have to be willing to take responsibility. And um, looking at the relationship I have with my children, on many occasions, um, I had to sit with the fact that I wasn't the perfect mom, right? I made several mistakes, several, um, some which my daughter, my, my daughter <laughs> likes to remind me of when, we, when we're not at the best of places. Um, and it stings. It's things like nobody's business because as a mom, I felt like I was doing everything that I was supposed to do as a mom and then some. Um, and I vowed to give them a little bit more than what I received as a kid. Um, and this is no sting to my mom. I love my mom. She did amazing raising me with the resources that she had. Um, definitely held her at high standards. Um, with what she did and give her many kudos for getting us because we she we have I have siblings so so getting us to where we are um, during that time growing up in Brooklyn so um, we were not street kids by any means Uh, we lived in the ghetto but we was not of the ghetto so um, that was definitely all my mom's doing we went to parochial schools. Um, she really, you know, made sure we were safe um, in, during those times. So um, this is never, no, this is not a knock to my mother at all. But knowing that she was in a different space, I know that there are certain things that she could not give me as a child. So growing up as part of this responsibility, you know, and accountability I looked at that relationship as well and then and, and then compared it to what I wanted my relationship with my daughters to be. And I wanted it to be different. I wanted us to talk more. I wanted us to to share how we feel, you know, I, I didn't want there to be boundaries to our relationship to a certain extent because I'm still their mother, right? So I still have that um, piece, but I didn't want them to fear me. I wanted them to love and respect me and be honest. And with that, um, pass no judgment on what it is that they share with me. And uh, with that, I I did attain that. 
I must say. And I'm really proud of myself for doing that because sometimes I hear things I really don't want to hear, but I'm, I'm very proud of them that they are in that space, that they're comfortable to share that with me and know that they, that I am not going to pass judgment on them and their lives and the way they choose to lead, to lead their lives. So with that, I also look at, you know, my behaviors as they were growing up and where I was. And I, I sat to them and I said, I'm sorry. Some days I was not in the best place to be anyone's mom. I could barely be me as a person. So sometimes, yeah, it was just hard to just deal with the day-to-day -day stuff. And um, it was hard hearing my daughter's truth. Um, and that's not negating anything of how she feels at all. Um, that's her truth. That's what she lived and that's what she knew. And um, um, unbeknownst to me, how much of an impact me working and going to school um, had on her, on both of them, you know? And um, when my ex and I were splitting up, that was another piece that took a toll on her because her... Uh, you know, my oldest and my ex really didn't get along to begin with from like the first day. And when you listen to um, her speak and when I think about life back then and where we started, my true goal was just to provide some stability, right? Some stability any way that I knew was possible. And I didn't even think to... Um, see anything in that just that she was just not um <laughs> jiving with my ex right um because not all kids do and my other daughter she just loved my ex and so you know it was just the those things that you know sitting down with your children and having those open candid conversations it brings to light a lot of things that you never knew or I would say not that you didn't know, but you chose to put on the back burner because you had a an agenda that served them that was much bigger. So, um, yeah, so that that was one of the things. And, you know, just hearing it, man, hearing the truth or, or even listening to someone else's truth, it, it stings. It stings because you always want to be that perfect parent, that perfect mom and perfect dad but there is no perfect parent we all make mistakes the difference is is when those mistakes or those um those situations come to light um either by our own visual interpretation or visual identification of the issue or just from someone else, or, you know, be it your child, your spouse, bringing it to your attention and you actively sitting there listening and not judging, not ready to lash out. And, you know, it's not a he says, she said, it's you listening to what the experience is or was for that other person. And then looking at your active role that you played in that whole situation and really saying, wow, I could have done, you know, so many things differently. I could have reacted differently. I could have spoke up a little more. 
there's there's a lot of things and one of the things that I have um started doing when it, we started this whole communication and bringing things to light and healing when we started this healing process is what it is actually um because we all have these wounds that we need to heal from and so when we started this healing process I didn't even go into it to blame well you should have done this I told you know if you would have behaved this way no I went into it and I said um thank you Thank you for sharing with me openly what it is that um, transpired, how those situations made you feel, and how my reactions to them made you feel. I acknowledge that, and I see currently how this has impacted you, and I am so sorry. I can only apologize for what has happened and do better moving forward as we grow because I can't change what happened. You know, you telling me helps me help you heal and helps me identify some things that I miss and honestly and be grateful that I, you know, no longer have you all in that situation, myself included, but also look at healing those wounds that um, are present, right? Those wounds that are present and, and, and growing and, and healing together as a family. And that's one of the things that, you know, with my daughters that I hope to instill with them that, you know, there's going to be trials and tribulations that we are going to go through as a family unit. The difference is how we communicate and how we um lead and help each other as we we govern ourselves through these things right it's going to be some some bumpy roads we are we all may take a path that may be opposite of each other but some way along the line we end up coming back to one another and coming together and having these these talks and and really expressing how we feel without yelling without screaming without blaming without you know, throwing daggers and just just sitting and listening, processing, and just letting go, right? Letting go of the hurt, letting go of the past, and looking toward the greatness that can be created in the future. And that's what I want to see happen with not only my family, but with you guys, with your families. We're all struggling to maintain in this craziness. And, you know, um, we all lose sight of ourselves and each other and what our goals are um, for us individual and us as a family unit. So how do we get back there? And I think how we get back there, it starts by having that conversation, being open and honest and opening the floor up and saying, hey, speak your mind. Tell me how you feel just as long as it's respectful. I don't want F-bombs thrown here and there. You know, at the end of the day, I know you're adults, but you're still my children, right? And so that's where, uh, you know, we began. And some days we were great and some days eh, not so great. But we have more great days now than we do not so great days. And that's what the difference is. We're getting better and acknowledging that better is what is part of the the healing. 
So um, I extend that to my girls as well. I said, yes, we're healing each other individually, um, but we need to heal collectively as well um, because we all have wounds that we've inflicted on each other as a family. And being um, a mom of two beautiful daughters and you know now a wife, it, it, it's hard incorporating all those pieces because my husband came in later right, to almost grown adult children, and, you know, he's watching them fight, and me react to them, and it becomes this circle, it became this circle, and I sat down and had a, a moment with myself and said, I'm choosing to break this circle, and I chose to stop reacting and just listening and moving into a different way of processing and building each other. And by me not reacting the way I was reacting changed our outcome. So um, it's, it's a plan. It's, you know, we constantly evaluate whether it works or it doesn't work. Some days it doesn't work, and I just want to scream to the top of the mountains. Um, but, you know, it's a work in progress, and as long as you value your family, and you value the changes that you're all trying to make, then, you know, you do the work. You just do the work, and you just keep it moving, and, you know, keep strong, and, and keep raising beautiful, strong children that's, that are going to be pillars of society, and you encourage those relationships that are within them, because, you know, I, I, I don't like to tell my girls, well, I don't want you guys to be friends when, when I'm dead. No, 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 no. I want you to guys to build that, that, that sisterhood now, um, that same sisterhood we, that you build with those, you know, women that are outside that are not blood related. Um, build that with your sister that, you know, you grew up with, you were raised with, and, you know, it's hard sometimes. I get it. Um, you're two different people, um, but it's gotta it's gotta start somewhere. And I always <laughs> say I may not like everything you do, but I love you. I love you. You're mine. You're a part of me, and uh, we just gotta keep going and growing and doing what we need to do for us. And sometimes, you know, we don't always know the right answer, and we'll get it wrong. But the difference is owning that responsibility and accountability when we do get it wrong and speak to it. And, you know, I say, pull up your big girl pants and big boy pants and sit there and take those consequences. Um, we've all had a licking or two. Oh, listen to me. The country came out. We all had a spanking or two as we came up as a kid. Um, some of us, I don't want to say all, some of us. And, you know, you just stand there. And when you know you're standing for something that's right, you stand there and you stand strong and you state your business and stand your ground. And then, you know, let the chips fall where they lie. But you take responsibility. You take responsibility. And that's the first thing when it comes to becoming that um, authentic self when it comes to building a change within you. We're not going to stay the same people unless we choose to stay the same people. And I don't know about anybody else, 
I don't like to be stagnant, so I am choosing not to be the same person I was 5, 10, 15 years ago, okay? Because 5, 10, 15 years ago, that person would not be sitting here or wouldn't believe that they would be sitting here today talking to um, people outside of this world, um, uh, not this world, but I um, feel like I'm talking to the universe, but outside of their state living a life, you know, so take responsibility, take onus of yourself, take accountability of you and start um, just take an inventory of where you went wrong in situations and how you can do better. And that's how you begin to change and how you begin to evolve into your authentic self. Just own it. You got to own your garbage. Okay, own your garbage and you toss it out and start over. That's how we change. We empty our garbage, right? We own our garbage. We know it. We see it. It smells. We pick it up, tie the bag, throw it out, and we put a fresh bag in there. So own your garbage. Okay, own it. Take accountability of it and then toss that shit out. <laughs> so with that, I'm just going to leave it there. And say thank you to all of you for joining me today. I appreciate you. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the channel. Give me your feedback. Uh, you can reach me at dc at thesoulfuleclectic.com. You can reach me um, via Facebook, DC Soulful Eclectic. And you can reach me on Instagram, the.soulfuleclectic.com. Thank you, thank you again. I can't stress it enough. I appreciate you all. May you continue to take care of yourself and each other. I wish you all nothing but peace, love, and joy. May you forever be at peace. Namaste. Mm -hmm.